Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Can you hear me, Sruti? Yes, Rahul. This is Rahul Reddy. Today is February 18th. The time is about 11.30. And Reddy MPC has been conducting Zoom or conference call from past 11 years. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, please let our team know. And if you can fill the Google Sheet out, we will get to you much faster and easier. Because while you're waiting, you can just fill the thing out. It takes only two minutes for you, and we will try to answer as many questions as possible from the Zoom. Go ahead. Srinivas. Yes, Srinivas. Hey, Rahul. Uh, thanks for your time. Uh, my question is, uh, my sister, uh, you know, went for a visa H-1B interview uh, last year, and she got 221G mm-hmm. white slip with no information. And it's been over mm-hmm. a year, and she never got any uh, uh, update. And so we were not sure, like, what should we do? It's been over a year. Uh, what visa did she went there for? H-1B. Okay. Uh, is there anything wrong with the company or the position there? Uh, no, they, they asked a couple of questions about the client and uh, the client. I uh, know, but is it, it, yeah, the client, what? So she, uh, this client got an email asking how long is the project and all. And they replied mm-hmm. and uh, within like uh, 20 days, there was an update on the case. And after that, there's no update until today. It's been a year. So is this project still there? Uh, yes. Okay. Then you have to go and sue the USCIS. Uh, sorry, the, uh, the State Department. I want you to watch this video that I'm going to send it to you. Okay. Okay. Sure. Thank you. And speak with the law. He gives you the free information. Send an email to him, okay? Okay, I'll do that. Thank you. Give me one second, yeah. I'm going to send the details of that to you. Next person, please. Shaker. Uh, hi. Um, my prior to date is August 2011. I applied for a change of status 485, and it's not approved yet, but I got uh, my EAD recently. And my wife mm-hmm. also got uh, her EAD. And my mm-hmm. question is, while I work for my employer through the H1, mm-hmm. my primary job, mm-hmm. can I mm-hmm. work uh, on a different project, um, you know, for my friend's firm? Absolutely, you can. And can I open my own LLC and work through that? You can. I would recommend to open on your wife's name if you're uh, the main applicant, but not that, not that it's illegal. It's just... That's a better strategy. Next person, please. Thank you. 
Um, hello, sir. Can you hear me? Ishita, give me one second. Let me look into you. You're an H4 working on EAD valid through May 2023. We filed H1B EAD renewals together back in November and pre H1. We got approved with three days. With Within three days for a year until four, I decided to get my H4 visa stamped and got it done. Okay, validity until this one. But while returning, CPP matched my NIT4 with my past post validity and gave until June 2024. That I did not realize it. Okay, I got my passport renewed immediately and I and my I-94 was extended until, okay. Oh, you, you can, uh, but you have the EAD extended or what's going on with your EAD though? So, sir, my EAD, the current EAD is valid until May 2023. And my H4 and EAD that I filed along with H1 back in November, they are still pending with USCIS. So you can, you have, you have, you will come under the 540 day rule. Yes, sir. So okay. can I use the receipt letter that I got earlier or I need to provide my yeah. new I-94 and passport to USCIS? No, ma'am, you're good. You don't need to do anything. You can, you will, your EAD will be approved, ma'am, okay? Oh, so they don't need new I-94, sir? You can if you want to, but they, I don't care whether they get it, they don't get it. Your EAD will still be approved. Are you interested in H4 approval or EAD approval? EAD, because I already got H4 visa. Okay, so it's, if you sure. want to send your I-94, you can send. It's not necessary, ma'am. Next person, please. Okay, sir. Thank you. Praveen Kumar. Praveen Kumar, I, yeah, if it's an administrative process and your case is genuine, you should sue the State Department. I give you the video. I want you to watch it. Sir, can I get any help kind of thing? I mean, uh, to how to proceed uh, to you know, sue on that? Watch the video. There is a contact information of Stephen Brown there. Send an email to him. Do you have the link of the video that I sent though? No, sir. No, I sent it to you. I'll send it again. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Give me one second. Okay. Uh, wait a minute. Uh, 221G is stuck uh, in the consulate. Okay. Watch this video, please. Okay. And uh, next person, please. Shruti. Hello. Yeah, go ahead, Shruti. Yeah. yeah, sir. So I have a question. So currently I'm on H-1B grace period ending on March 13th. I don't have any job offer as of now. And I know one option is to file H-4 change of status. Um, after Absolutely. the grace period, yeah, after the grace period ends, if the employer agreed to file my H-1B, then do I need to file my H-1B under consular processing or H-1B can be filed under change uh, of It's going to be a tough question, ma'am. It's going to be a tough question to answer. I will file a change of status. Okay. And you may even want to consider whether you want to file the extension of status to that, you know, change of employer too. It's a very tough question to answer right now. Okay. Okay, so what it will like depend. It will, here, here is a question though. Let's say if it's 65 days or 70 days, I will do the transfer of H-1B application. That's the number one. Number two is if you are filing a change of status application, though, sometimes mm -hmm. they are 20% of the time they approve it. 80% of the time they don't approve the change of status. They will issue an RFE 
and then they will approve the council processing. Okay. So you need to take a judgment call whether you want to go in this fashion or that fashion. So you mean like uh, while my H4 change of status? No, listen, uh, let's say, let's, let's say in May of 2023, you get the job offer and you right. file the change of status though. There is 20% chance your change of status will be approved. Okay. Okay. Then you're good to go. There is 80% chance that they may not approve it and they will do the council processing for you. That will waste you about 30 to 40 days because you'll get an RFA response to the RFP. So okay. do you want to waste it or you don't want to waste it? That's first question. Second question is some of the companies are not willing to file the change of status application. They're only willing to file the council processing application because they don't want to waste it. So a lot of things need to be evaluated at that time. Next person, please. Okay. Uh, hi, Raghun. Thank you for your time. So I'm asking this question on behalf of my friend. So she's uh, having a GC from uh, uh, December, uh, 2013 of August and through her husband, uh, family GC, that is what she got. But now her husband wants a divorce. She's ready to give the divorce, but he wants to file only in India. But the kids are US born. She wants to stay here. So she's now asking the question, like what she can why, do further. Well, she got the green card through employment-based, mm -hmm. but husband is employment-based? No. Yeah, husband's employment-based. Yes, that's right. She's a, she's a dependent of her. Yes. Mm -hmm. why, why, do she, why, why, why do I wish she listened to him that I will give the divorce in India? Because no, she didn't she say yes yet. So he's saying like, I will give you divorce only in India, not here. That is what he's, he's saying now. Who is, who is he to decide? <laughs> that's the right question I mean, but uh, it's, like, it's, yeah. it's like it's like congress and bjp the bjp will decide what congress party signal should be okay the bjp <laughs> will right, should, yeah. should decide when rahul gandhi will step what he was going to speak okay now i'm not a fan of either of those parties but so no absolutely uh, not they're way. opposite party yeah they're opposite parties so now he doesn't have to follow his direction no i do not want this lady to give divorce in india you know why because there are a lot more rights here in USA than yeah, they that's in what India. Wants to take here. For the for the lady, yeah. very surprising though. India <sighs> does the provision of 498A though, but when it comes to the protection of the lady, there is much more rights here than there. Okay, and yeah. there is something called community property. Do you know what the which state they live in? Uh, California. Oh, absolutely good. So here is the reason why he wants to get divorced in India. Okay, let's say they have a mm -hmm. million dollars and okay. all the million dollars is in this guy's name. Okay, okay. Yeah, she, gets actually a divorce, she gets a divorce in India. She gets zero. Here, zero. If she gets yes. a divorce, she gets half a million. Not only she gets mm -hmm. the maintenance, she should not agree with that thing. Okay. Yeah, she's Tell not agreeing, but she wants to have the question like... Uh, how she wants means how she can extend her GC or file for a citizenship without his help or knowledge or he whatever. Doesn't, he doesn't. He do, he, she doesn't need any help. Why does oh, she no, no documents or anything? Not, nothing uh, required. is required. Okay. Nothing is required from him. All I need okay. to know is whether she did not commit any crime. That's all. Okay. And okay. she can start she her own from here. If she, she can do whatever to. she wants to, but she cannot sell marijuana even though it's legal in 
California. Next person, please. Kiran? Yeah, that guy really wanted Hello. to cheat this lady. Hello. Uh, hi, sir. Yeah, go ahead, uh, Kiran. So I have my I-140 approved with my previous employer and I'm about to reach six years. If I change my employer, right, uh, do can I go with the H-1 extension? Because the new employer is saying that he can only file offer. Oh, your priority, you, you, your priority date is 2021. You can switch to this company and file the H-1B. And if they don't file the I-140 by the time your extension from that company comes in, still not a problem for you. And from company B, you want to move to company C, you can still mm -hmm. use company A's I-140 approval. And come from company C, you want to move to company D, you can still use the company A's I-140 approval. I don't care even if the company withdraws the I-140 because it's more okay. than six months. You're yeah, good. now you're safe. Yeah, the thing is like my wife is on EAD dependent on my I-140. Can Doesn't can... matter. She can still use, you can, she, you can still use the company A's I-140 approval. Okay to get the H4 EAD from company B, company C, company D, company F. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, okay. I'm worried because recently, okay. thank you. Sir. No, sir, there is no worry, none whatsoever at all. You can pay me $400, I'll tell you the same thing, a little bit more sweeter, but not needed. Next person, please. Radha. Hello. Yeah, hi, Rahul, this is Radha. If you're a newcomer, so, uh, let my team know, guys. Okay, Radha, go ahead. Give me one second, rather. I have my previous H-1B, which is used for one year in 2012. Okay, now my husband is traveling on H-1B. Okay, now I want to continue my work in years with my previous H-1B. Um, absolutely. I mean, you don't have to go. You worked in USA on H-1B at one point of time. Is that right? Yes, correct. And how long did you use the H-1B? One year, is that right? Yes. In the next 90 years for you, you don't need to go through the lottery system. Okay. You got that? Yes. When you come in here in H4, you can transfer to H1B. If you find any company, it doesn't have to be the same company. Is that clear to you? Yes. 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 Sir. Why do I say 90 years? Why not I say 91 years? Because I think so you're going to be dead. Okay. <laughs> yes, yeah, sure. So next is it better to... If I can, if I get any consultancy and file it from here, will that be any rejection case? Or no, you are better. You already got the H4, is right? You already got the H4 stamping, is right? Yes. No, no, yes, no, I no. Come it. in. Come in. Why go for stamping again? Come into the country. Apply the change of status okay. here. It'll be much better. Okay? okay. Thank you. Thanks for your time. Yeah. Next person, please. Anubu. Anubu. Well, Anubu is not speaking, so I don't know. You can want to speak with the next person. Can you hear me? Yeah, go ahead, Mr. Anubu, go ahead. So I have the question under uh, my... Give me, you're, you're Anubu, is it right? Yeah, yeah, I'm Anubu. Okay, you are an EAD based on 485. It expires yeah. in August, is that yours, is right? But yes. I have to travel to India in the month of June. Can I apply EAD renewal travel? Can I come back? My AP card is expiring in August 5th, okay. Here is the thing though, if okay. you're... Advanced parole is under extension though, okay? Okay. okay. There is a 20% chance that they may deny the advanced parole. Not the EAD extension, but the advanced okay. parole extension. But okay. you are going to be coming back before August 5th into the country, is that right? Yes. You will not have any problem coming into this country. 
if by any chance they deny your advance parole, you can refile. Or you don't have to wait until they deny. You can just refile if you want to. You got it? Okay. No, my question is, can I apply my EAD undergo or after coming back, I can apply EAD? Apply right now and go. Okay. So how long before I can apply? Four months or six, six months? Six months. Six months. Oh, six months. Okay. Thank you. And I have another question. I'm sorry to bother you. Uh, right now, right now, my son is on F1, but he be applied I-485 based on my I-485, but now he's uh, aged out, but he got an EAD. I think he can work with that EAD, right? He got aged out, but is he protected under the SESPA rule? You know what that is, or you don't know what that is? No. Could you please explain? Ah, uh, that's going to be tough. You need, you don't know what a SESPA is? No. Okay. Okay. No, but my my attorney says that uh, uh, he's okay. There is no problem. But still, just I want to confirm. You know, he's. I, I I I want to know whether or not uh, I want to know whether or not he's covered or not. Maybe your attorney knows it. Okay. But I don't know that. I want you to watch this video. If you still have any doubt, I want you to make a consultation. I mean, most probably your lawyer is right, but I have okay. to know the details before I can say he's protected. He can use the EAD. I need to know. I don't okay. know that. Your lawyer knows it, but I don't know it. I cannot tell an answer based on your knowledge. Next person, please. Okay, thank you. Usha? Watch the video. Watch the video. Usha, go ahead. Usha, you have to unmute yourself. Okay, my priority date is 2004. Last year, I got EAD downgrade. Okay, sounds good. October 1, now my date moved back. Of course, now I-140 approved from EB3 and over six months. Last year I submitted, okay, now can I move to new employer? What document? If you move to the new employer though, you can submit the 485J or you can wait. You don't have to submit. And when you submit the 485J form, you can choose EB2 or EB3. Whichever you think so is good, you can use it. You got it, Risha? Yeah, I can't hear you. Yeah, so you can, I can see you. So you're, you can either use EB2 or EB3. It's up to you. Depending on what do you think so is better for you. Yeah, Next EB2. person, please. Okay. Well, I don't know whether EB2, that's your choice, ma'am. Okay. You go okay. wrong, I'll curse you. I will join your husband to curse you. Next person, please. Bharat. Uh, hi, sir. My H1B is approved, but I haven't received I7 and 7 b approval notice. But I requested through FIA. I received a approval notice from them. So is it valid to attend visa interview and port of entry, please? Can you show it to me, please? Yeah, but it's in uh, not in a regular color. Just as you oh, scope. you're good. I mean, absolutely, you did a very smart thing. But Can you show the upward, though? The, the up, the, lift it up, yeah. Yeah, that's good. You're good. You won't have any problem. You go and get the stamping, sir. Yeah, thank you so much, sir. I have all the render, everything, a log description, everything. You're good. You're good. Absolutely no problem, sir. You, you did a very good. If you would have filed I-824, <laughs> God knows how many years it will take for you to get it. 
Next person, please. Whoever advised you to do it is a smart liar. You are the one. You are the one who advised to. Oh, there you go. I'm always the one. Next person. After raising three requests, that's good. That's good. Hi. Good morning, sir. My question is in regards to changing the primary employer. If I have a full-time job, full-time H1, and take up a concurrent part-time H1, and if I change the primary employer. Uh, should I inform um, uh, the new new employer about the concrete H-1B? No, absolutely not required. So let's say, for example, company A is a primary employer, company B is a concurrent employer. Now you want mm -hmm. to move from company A to company C. Don't inform anything about company B. You don't need to. Okay. And uh, once the H-1 transfer completes uh, to the new employer, again, the full-time employment, um, should we have to do an amendment for concrete H-1B because this was based on no. primary h No, sir. Okay. No, sir. You are good. The only okay. problem comes is that if you don't have a primary employer, you're going to only mm -hmm. work on concurrent employer. The regulations are not clear. We recommend people to apply. We recommend people to apply under the, we recommend people to apply at that point of time, but not under the current circumstances. You don't need okay. to. You're good. Next person. Oh, thank please. you. Sudhir? Uh, from now onwards, I'm not going to take any Google Hello, sheet because I've, yeah. Uh, how does job trail change? Uh, same effect will affect the approved I-140 in the process. Switch. So, so explain to me, uh, if, so you're switching the job role. So you're concerned, you're concerned that, you're concerned that you're concerned that uh, that you need to file an I-140 or is it raised by the company or who is asking this question? Yeah, the HR, you uh, are... HR people raised this question uh, to check with my attorney to see uh, how the uh, ongoing I-140 or GC... What's, uh, your, what's your law firm's name? Um, John J. Bodia. Um, they're based okay, off of I Michigan. Know. Yeah, I don't know about them. If you would have been working for the if you would have been working for, uh, if you would have been working for uh, big firms like Microsoft, Google, Apple, whatever not, okay? Oh, then you don't uh, need. I'm working for the University of Minnesota, but my uh, the attorney who is representing me. I know, uh, I know. Tangible. But the, yeah. the bigger company, the bigger companies say you do not require an amendment. Okay. Okay. If I'm okay. your lawyer, I will say you do not require an amendment. Okay. I don't know what they're going to say. Because the okay. rules are made, but at the same time, when you when it comes to my home, the rules are different. Because my wife says meat is illegal. I cannot bring meat into home. Okay, I know it's legal, but what can I do? You know what I mean, is right. So right, right. I don't know. I don't know. I don't legally. You do not require, but everybody has their rules. Next Got person, it. please. Thank you. Mihir. Hey there. Uh, thanks for your time. So basically, um, I had a question regarding the new SESPA. Um, I saw that USCIS updated their uh, guidance and my parents basically filed for 485 in October 2020 when I was 21 mm -hmm. years and three and a half months. Um, they did a downgrade from EB2 to EB3. Um, that processing took about nine months and they got a new I-140. However, when they actually filed for 485, um, they used their EB2 application. So they did, they did an upgrade again. 
Um, and I'm wondering if I can use that to um, file it for 45 be... now. So you didn't file the 485 when you are under 21. They couldn't right? have, no. They could not, yeah. Because you were 21 at the time. No, they, yeah, the lawyer said no. Okay. I need to evaluate it a little bit more closer to understand it, though. I would rather want you to book an appointment and have all the dates all right, and then I will speak with you because... Okay. Makes sense. Thank you. Rahul, we can't hear you. Uh, sorry. Can you hear me now? Yes, Rahul. Okay. Um, so it will be better that you make an appointment. I would like to have your parents also in the appointment. And it will be better to evaluate at that time rather than this in this one minute or two minutes call. Okay. We'll go to the next caller. Vikram. Vikram Kumar. Vikram. Hi. Can you hear me? Yes, go ahead. Can you, he can you hear me, sir? I can hear you, Vikram. Go ahead. Okay, sir. My I just posted my question on the on the form too. Uh, yeah, so sir, yeah, I just left the desk right now. Go ahead with your question, though. So my so when we downgraded to EB two to EB three, my son was nineteen year and nineteen and eight month nineteen year and eight month old. So we concurrently filed I one forty and four eighty five under EB three. Mm -hmm. From you know we we had EB two I one forty approved, but uh, in October twenty twenty. So he got that borrowed time because the processing took 21 months. So mm -hmm. his I 140 was approved last year, July 20th, 2022. So with the new rule is since his I 45 was filed and filing date was current, is he the not problem? In? The problem here is at the time of the I 140 approval. Was the dates of filing current? No, I mean, July date was not current. Last year, date was not current. But when we filed 485, the date no, was, you know, you... That's, that's not how the CSP rules are. Uh, because according to the CSP rule, though, the, the I-140 must have been approved. Okay? But let's but, do one thing. I'm, uh -huh. Go ahead. Go ahead, sir. But I was, I was I was vigorously looking everywhere and if I stumble upon a document from AILA.org, mm -hmm. they have mm -hmm. examples where you file concurrently and the child get aged out and they mm -hmm. deduct the age uh, for I-140 pending that, processing time. Uh, that is that that part I agree with you. That but right now you're telling whether he's locked right now or will he locked in the future. No, right now. Right now, the dates are not current, is it right? We're not discussing. Did it say that the I-140, the dates, the dates will be locked only when the I-140 is approved? You got my point? But when the I-140 is approved, the filing dates were not current. Correct. Are you getting my point? Right. I am so getting the, the point. The, yeah. The, 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 the age deduction of how much time the I-140 is pending is not relevant in this case yet though, okay? It may be relevant at a later time for you, but when the I-140 is approved, the uh, filing dates are not current. But I will do one right. thing, okay? Yeah. Yes. I'm getting so many questions on this one in the past three days. I'm going to do correct. 
I'm going to do at least, uh, I will do FAQs on this one and I will answer this along with Emily, what, what your question is, okay? But right so, now, no, yes. the child is not locked. Okay, so I, I had the same thing which you're, you know, suggesting. So I look, I, there's a Brent guy uh, from, he worked with the, he, you know, he against, you know, he filed the lawsuit against USAIS. Um, my son was communicating with him and he said, since you're filed concurrently and this doesn't matter how long it took I-140 no. to approve. No, no, no. I, I didn't people... believe that as well. Yeah, yeah. So you but, need to understand but... that these litigation lawyers, we have our own litigation lawyers too. And they don't understand the foundations of it. They know much detail oriented, but no, we do not read what he's reading it. I, I disagree at this point of time. Now I may change my opinion after a lot more things at this point of time, but it's a very serious question. What you have, what your question Sir, is, one more. All right. yeah. What your Go question ahead. is that I-140 has been filed, 485 has been uh, 48 has been filed. The priority date, filing dates were current. The child was under 21. Is he locked? No. Right. The I-140 is I-140 is not approved at okay. that time because so you I-140. Yes. Right. At that time, it is not approved. At the time when I-140 is approved, the filing dates are not current. Do you see the point? Right. Yes, I do see the point. See, um, all four things, all four things have to happen at one, at one time. All four things. First thing, I-140 has to be approved. Filing dates have to be current. 4HY has to be filed. The child must be under 21. Okay? All those right. four things need to happen at one time. Three things happened, but the fourth thing did not happen. When the fourth thing happened, the, the filing dates were not current. So I still disagree with him on that one, but I will present this in a much better format in the video that's coming. Keep watching us. Okay. Sure. Next person. I have um, one second before it. Go ahead, sir. Uh, and please unmute him, please. I have this document from Ela, Ela.org. Go ahead. Uh, Go ahead, send it, is it, send it to me, send it to me in email at info at rnlaggroup.com. I want you okay, to me point that. out to me, I want you to point out to me where it says if the I-140 is not approved, the person's age is locked. That's what I'm looking sure. for. Sure. But I will read it. Okay, I yes. I will read it. I will it read does, it. It does, I will it does it. mention that with the, okay, thank you. I will send you that info at, info at. Um, no, you're saying it doesn't address? read that. What, what did you say? It does, yeah, she's going to give it to you. What did you said? What it does read what? It does say that that if you're filed concurrently and your date retrogressed, even though your I-140 is still pending, and later on your I-140 pending, and based on the age deduction, you're still one, uh, under 21. You're or 21. No, you're that's no, no. That still that Ayla, still so, did not address. I know that still did not address the question. That's something else you're discussing. When we're discussing about apples, we're not discussing. According to my reading, but I will let me read that. Okay, let me read that. Okay, I'll send. Let me read that. Yeah, based okay, on your you. wordings, the way you read, I don't read that way. What you're reading, but I will read it okay. myself. Next person. Thank please. you. I will. I will send to you guys. Thank you.
but it's definitely a serious matter that needs to be addressed. I will address it. Next person comes. Manoj. Good morning. Good morning, Rahul. Thank you for for the opportunity. Yeah, I went for the visa interview in this month, February eighth. They have given two twenty one G blue slip, uh, asking for the documents like complete I seven nine seven I I one twenty nine and covering letter. So uh, I have forwarded through mail. My employer is not supporting actually. He, even he did not give the client letter while I go to the interview. Now also he is not responding. My doubt is like if it got struck. Uh, in the in the process or it's my visa application got denied still i have my h1b is valid to change the employer or i need to go to a new first, of, first of all this particular company how much you paid this company to give you the h1b yeah 5000 dollars that's where the problem is that's a fraudulent company so that's the reason they are not cooperating with you now anymore are you getting the point yeah now there are some people who are telling oh i am going to contest in elections in india so and they're saying that how are you going to ah, i'm going to file open couple of companies make charge the people and then that's it lift it up so i don't even know if if the h1b approval that was given to you is yours or not what if they faked it Okay. Why are they asking I seven nine seven approval entire copy? They should have it in the record, though. Why are they asking you? Yeah, actually, yeah, I have I seven nine seven B. I have shown them, but still they are asking the complete I seven nine seven. I want to. Yeah, the application. The, the yeah. Why were they asking? Are you getting the point? I think so. This guy faked everything for you. If you don't mind, can you send that email to me, though? I want to take a look at the company, though. Yeah. What that? What sure. kind of company that you are involved with? And sure. put your when you send the, when you send the email, put your phone number in there though. Yeah, I sure. think so. You have been duped big time, buddy. <laughs> okay. But you need to understand one thing: when you when you trust the thieves and expect that they are going to do the theft somewhere else, they may do it at your home too. Okay. okay. That's what they did. Because when you paid five thousand dollars, that means that they are thieves. Instead of th doing something else, they cheated you. Okay, that's the reason why they are not responding to it. I, why did the, why did the why are they asking? They they have all the records there. They have all the records. Next person, please. Thank Raja? you. Hello, sir. Uh, this is Mr. Raja from Michigan. Uh, I'm uh, in H1B visa, not stamped. Uh -huh. The next time, a little May. 2023 for another three months and now my employer filed my extension and i got approved mm -hmm. for another three months. so nice. okay. for emergency like i'm going to india and have a stamping um, 27th february if I you will not have any problem whatsoever at all they will they should normally give it to you until may 2026 sometimes they may only give it to you until may February 2026. Either way, you should be fine. Okay, so when you submit the H1B, you submit both H1B approval. Okay. 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 And uh, for other emergency, my wife was in India. Uh, she went last September 2022. Because she was in India, we didn't file her H4. Um, Not for her, for her stamping, I can use my latest 
Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.